Hey there, amplifiers. Thanks for joining in. We have an awesome segment today. You know, what we're going to be talking about is how to keep up with customer expectations. And this is actually a great book. Um, our guest today is, is the author, Mr. Brad Cleveland, and I will be introducing him in a moment. But let's let's start off by setting the stage. What's the big idea? Well, number one, customer expectations are constantly evolving. Constantly evolving. We have technology, we have automation, we have just trends in the market. We've got to be aware that this is happening. Because why? Well, um, 81% of customers say that customer service falls short of expectations. Why is that a big deal? Well, 58% will leave after one bad experience. So if we're not paying attention to our customer service, we could be dropping the ball, putting a lot of time and attention into things and then really not getting the result that we're looking for. So the key, <laughs> you got to get customer service right. And there is a process to do that. If you don't get it right, you may not survive. So that's why it's important to tune in. Uh, this is for business owners looking to amplify their business. And our guest today um, is, is definitely an expert when it comes to customer service. If you're tuning in now, just make sure that... Um, to amplify, to get the most out of these segments, ask questions. We will monitor questions, uh, whether it's the live or the recorded version. Ask questions. We'll try to get them to the author so we can make sure that we're getting your questions answered. Share your comments. We want to hear from you as well. And you know, take action. And we'll just hear these ideas. Put them into action. They will help you amplify your business. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce our guest for today's segment. Brad Cleveland is one of the world's foremost experts in customer strategy and management. He's a sought after speaker and consultant. He has worked in 45 states and over 60 countries for today's customer experience trailblazers, including American Express, Apple, USAA, Google, and others. His new book is Leading the Customer Experience, How to Chart a Course and Deliver Outstanding Results. So I'd like to welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Brad Cleveland. <laughs> Hi, Kenny. Thanks for that wonderful introduction. Really, really great to be with you. It's glad to have you here and glad to have you guest on this show. It's really awesome. You're doing some amazing things, had some amazing experiences in a moment. We'll get into the heart of the conversation. But for right now, if you could just let the audience know a little bit about your backstory, how you how you got into this work in the first place, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, I'd love to say it was some strategic plan back in the day, but a lot of serendipity and walking through doors that opened. I, I, you know, in the earliest days of my career, I worked in various technology and customer service roles and was always drawn to um, customer service and customer experience. And uh, just a real quick story, I, I worked as an installer in a tech company, one of my mm -hmm. earliest jobs. And some really cool technology. And I got roasted one day by my supervisor for leaving fingerprints on a customer's monitor. I mean, he's like, this is our reputation and this is you know, the, their experience. And, and, and I just got dressed down and, and I thought about it. It was one of the best things that ever could have happened. Well, it wasn't the only time I got a talking to. <laughs> and, and I, I started to get it like, yeah, this all adds a fingerprints on a monitor. You, you can have a, a, um, 
a system that costs them, you know, they're, they're investing millions of dollars in and fingerprints on the monitor were what they notice. So I was drawn to customer experience and customer service, all little things and big things. Um, I went on later to become a founding partner in the International Customer Management Institute, wow. um, ICMI, and, and had the privilege of serving there as CEO for well over, I think it was 12, 13 years. And that opened all kinds of doors, really had a front row seat into what these amazing organizations were doing and what worked and what didn't. So it's been a fun journey. And today I'm speaking and consulting and doing some writing and, and really, really enjoying it. I love working with organizations that want to differentiate. You know, they, they want to create great experiences, make sure sh- they want to ensure that their brand is, is really shining through in everything they do. And when that happens, great things happen. So love, love that. You made a good point there. You, you mentioned branding and my background in marketing and in some branding, we, we talk about, you know, it's important to have a good brand, but I think it's even probably more so important to have a great customer experience. Because if, if you're just putting out an, an image for the sake of the image, but you can't deliver with the experience, it's, it's not going to hold water. It doesn't have the same weight to it, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and ultimately, your brand is what others perceive you to be. What are you made of? What what values do you really stand by? Um, what how, how well do you support them when things, you know, might not go exactly like they're supposed to go? So it all adds up and, and it all becomes a part of your brand. So I'm excited. You've got some great content and I'm really tickled to have picked up a copy of your book. Now, one thing, this is a this is a really good book. I've got a lot of books. You can't really see them right here now, but there's my little <laughs> library of books, as a lot of people have, and I'm an avid reader. And not all books are created equally. S- some are very wordy. Some are like, this doesn't even say anything. Your book is actually very nicely structured and has a lot of great content that is actionable and insightful. So... Super props Brilliant. to you for having such a, an awesome book. And I'm going to make sure that we put that in the in the comments so people can can, can score a copy. Oh, thanks so much for that. I, I really appreciate that. Um, it, you know, it was due mid last year. And mm-hmm. and so the kind of the closing, the home stretch of the book and the writing, the final decisions on which case studies would make the, the cut COVID tumbled the world. So I got together with a publisher and, and we decided this is not the time to, to wrap this thing up. Let's let, let's let things play out. And it, it was the best thing that ever could happen because we really had to go for principles. You know, we dropped some case studies that might've been obsolete today. You know, <laughs> assumptions about a different world than, than we're in. And I really had to live, you know, some, some of the principles that we wrote about in that book, we were, we were forced to really, really, go with those things that are, are going to stay there. They've, they've got staying power and, and that we have to do in good times and tough times. So as we're tuning in, here's, here's kind of like the overlay of where I thought we could go with this conversation today. So uh, number one, what to look for. So what are some warning signs that maybe businesses should start looking out for some things that maybe are telling them mm, that we could have issues now, there are obviously some ones if you have a lot of issues coming up already, but some things to look 
or before there's a lot of problems, uh, then if we can go into five steps leaders can take to immediately chart a course towards uh, customer loyalty and re results. And then I was thinking we could kind of end on, you know, why leading the customer experience? Why amplifiers should pick up a copy of this book? Why it'd be great. Now, I can endorse it, but you could probably speak to some good uh, points that would be really helpful for those who are looking to improve their customer uh, experience and go from there. Sound good? That sounds perfect. All right, my friend. So let's start off with what should we be looking for? Now, obviously, if we're getting bad reviews and there's customer complaints coming in all over the place, yeah, we've got a problem. <laughs> but what are some things we could look for ahead, ahead of that? Um, what are some things we could be paying attention to ahead of that that may give us an indication that we got some work to do? Yeah, that's a great question. There are a few things that that come immediately to mind. And, and one, let me just, uh, before I even try to mention a few things that that you'd want to do more routinely, trust your intuition as a leader. You you probably have a pretty good sense of, are you innovating? Are you where you need to be? It's the, you know, the walking through the kitchen in your restaurant sort of, of um, parallel, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. So, so trust your intuition, your employees, you know, the employee experience really is the cornerstone of customer experience. So what are they saying? Uh, and, and they're, and, and talk to, you know, every part of your organization, every level um, from the loading dock to design areas to accounting to customer service <clears throat> and ask them how it's going. Um, and and th these don't have to be formal, statistically valid surveys. You can do that. I recommend that. There's a place for that. We'll go through that, that in the book. Um, but just informal discussions. What are you seeing? How are we doing? Um, and and these can you can really triangulate with these discussions and get a, a good read on on what's happening well before you start to see things show up in in customer surveys. By all means, um, yeah, look at surveys. But what are all the other ways your customers are trying to tell you what's happening? You know, the mm -hmm. social media, which can be the wild west and a lot of a lot of bad manners, a lot of clutter. But there may yeah. be some really good things there uh, that that we can learn from. So. Take a look at social media. Um, how are how are customers behaving? They're 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 going to vote with their feet. Are, are they buying? Are they um, not? Are they staying with you? Uh, are some jumping ship? You know, there, there's just all sorts of data points in your operations and in customer behavior that go well beyond surveys. We're also over surveyed. So, I, I recommend you know, get around a get around a flip chart with your team, just a small cross section of your team. Like what are all the ways we can listen to the market? And you'll come up with a dozen right off the bat. Give it another half hour. You'll come up with, you know, two dozen more ways that you can listen. There'll be some real ahas there and then look for ways to, you know, without a, a big process and, and, and a bunch of time, uh, look for ways to begin to pull that uh, information into your organization and, and act on it. You know, I'm a big fan of you know, small hinges swinging big doors. You know, it's, it's the little things, little differences all add up to a big impact. I think you made a, a great point right there, Brad, where, you know, sometimes we think, oh, we've got all these things we want to change and so much that we've got to wrestle with. But 
as you just mentioned, you could come up with some ideas and just start start taking little pieces and parts and, and work with the ones that are the, that are going to give the most impact and that would be the easiest to implement without getting concerned, trying to get everything solved out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point, Kenny, that you're, you're really uh, making is don't, um, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but mm -hmm. don't look for perfection. Just get going, just get started. And you may not have the perfect tools. You may not have, um, you know, every process in place yet that you want for listening to the market, but get started, use what you have, get as far as fast as you can we want success, not perfection. There's no such thing as perfection in listening to the market. You know, it's, it's art and, and science. So, and and I, I really applaud also just taking the time to ask your internal team, you know, you, you have one perspective, but other people in different roles are going to have different perspectives. They're going to see things maybe you didn't and just taking advantage of, Hey, if we're all working together to improve, uh, that's a, that's a lot of great ideas coming together. Um, so really cool. So now if, if people are getting the awareness, they're starting to get an idea of, yeah, there's some things we could do to improve. Um, next, I've got the five steps leaders can take to immediately chart a course to customer loyalty and results. So thinking about what are some action steps that people could take to start getting this in and taking action there. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'll be I'll be quick with these. Maybe a little story on this first one because it can it can get some eye rolls, like uh, <laughs> the obligatory, yeah, yeah. But the but the first is to have a compelling vision. And you know, when I when I ran my organizations, I have to admit I I, I didn't I didn't discount vision. I always knew it was important. But yeah, yeah. Get vision in place. Check check that box. Move on. It's really important, and how we go at it is really important. So. Just a quick story, and this was just before COVID, but I'm with an organization. They're launching their customer experience initiative, and I was one of the speakers that morning. And it all built up to a session that afternoon where they were they went through how they were going to go at this. And two speakers probably spent, I think it was 75 minutes, and went through you know, 30 or 40 slides, and there's lots of metrics and lots of, of terms, CX and NPS, Net Promoter Score, and all these different things. And And they um, they wrapped up and it was coffee break time and we I was in the back of the room so I was first out the door and there were two people behind me I wasn't trying to eavesdrop but I couldn't not hear what they were saying and one one's leaning over to the other did you get all of that and the other responded not really I just hope it doesn't add much time because I am swamped right now I'm thinking oh no my goodness this whole day that huge investment bringing all these people into that into that big meeting room and. Yeah, and they missed, and there's there's you know some bandwidth uh, with with that sort of thing. Just you can't circle back very elegantly, and so well, let's do a redo on that. Let's really focus on vision because we we missed it by focusing on all these metrics and all the detail. Vision's vision's key. You know, you think of Elon Musk or or, or Steve Jobs, the late Steve Jobs, or you know, Richard Branson, any any business, Emily Weiss, any business leader you admire, mm -hmm. they're not talking net promoter score. They're probably not even using the term customer experience in, in as, as we would more formally. Um, they're they're creating vision that captures everybody. Like, wow, that's cool. Let's go make a difference in the world. 
So have a vision that, that and, and there, there's a whole, most of the chapter one is on, on vision, some example visions. Um, there, there's some really great examples from government organizations and small entrepreneurial startups and the big multinationals. You, you, you can be any size of organization from a one person operation on up, mm -hmm. have a vision. So that's number one of the five. Um, I think that's in incredible. And you mentioned something that I over communicate and I do that intentionally is how easy it is to think, Oh, I've heard this before, or I know that already, but it doesn't matter what you know. It matters the results that you're getting, what you're putting into action. Is it working for you? And yeah. if you think you've got everything the best it possibly can be, that's when you limit your growth. So keep an open mind. There's always a way to improve. And there's ideas in this book that could definitely help you do that. So if you just have a vision, but it's it's not serving your your team as best as it could be, then definitely tune in and, and think about how you can apply that. So um, that so that was a great great story. I appreciate that. Um, so that was number one. What would be number two? Yeah. So number two is tap the innovation of your team. They they've got the goods and all and and, and we may have to rethink quality standards that we've established. Uh, we may have to rethink, you know, empowerment and what we're really enabling and empowering them to do, but they're seeing firsthand what's happening. So um, there, there's a large organization that really didn't have any way to capture the, the insight from their employee base across the board. And, and they, they created a very simple app that you can open up. Anybody can open up and submit, you know, hey, I just heard this or here, here's what I'm seeing. It all, all funnels to the central repository along with customer surveys and other, other formal things they're doing. It's been such a win for them. Um, and, and, they, and then they circle back, like, here's how we're using this. Thank you very much for, for what you're contributing, what you're seeing. Um, and it's become a really fun part of their culture. Everyone you know, really knows how, how important they are and how, how important their visibility is. So that's number two. Number three is to cast a wide net of, of listening. Um, and again, survey where surveys are going to continue to have a place. We are all so over surveyed. So that's just a part of it. Um, talking to customers firsthand and by all means, and I'm speaking to myself as much as anyone, but be out there talking firsthand. You know, the, 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 the late Herb Keller of Southwest Airlines used to wander airline, wander the airports and, and take flights and he'd just blend in and, and, and talk to customers. Uh, and I see that with the leaders that are getting the best results. They're intentional about that. Um, spend a little time on social media and what, what, what others are saying. You have to have some, you know, internal fortitude to do that because their manners aren't great. And, and there's just a lot of clutter in the social world, but, but there's also some things we may need to hear. So spend some time there you know, look at operational data. How's that going? The, the, again, make that, make that, um, that flip chart list of all the ways you can listen. So that's number three. Number four is build a team around 10 customer expectations. And we go through these in the book. There's, there's good news on customer expectations. You'd think, well, we just have no idea where they're going, right? The world's changing so fast. There's so much disruption. And the good news is there are 10 expectations customers have 
of organizations that we've found over, and, and I'll date myself, I've been studying this for 30 years now, they're not changing. Uh, things like be accessible. You know, I need to get through to someone, be accessible, treat me courteously, be responsive, um, do what I do what I need promptly. Those core expectations aren't changing. Now, what is changing, of course, is what is being accessible. Right. Um, it looks a little different today than it did even, you know, even five years ago, um, certainly 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, so, so we've got to think through how these apply, but, but the expectations, uh, thank goodness that they're, they're so solid and, and we can keep those front and center with our team and continue to build out, you know, services and processes that work well. And then number five is build a supporting process to address problem areas. And, and there, any organization, the best of the best have areas that that aren't perfect. They're working on them. You know, Amazon, Apple, Starbucks. I can tell you a few key areas they're focused on right now uh, that that aren't quite right, and they know they're not quite right. And and they're as critical as as anyone on on areas that need improvement. So. Uh, create a culture where you continue to support those those process areas that need attention. So there you go, five steps. Uh, so I suggest if you haven't been taking notes, you always should be taking notes. But if you're just listening along, uh, think about one of those that you could immediately just begin improving upon. Pick one and and do something with it. Right, you got to start somewhere. But yeah, um, right. it's it's too easy just to listen and, and say, Oh, that's nice. But if you even just took one little idea and moved it forward, it'd be very valuable. Speaking of value, speaking of value. So I've got this, this cool book leading the customer experience. Now people have books. Some people have told me I'm too busy to read. Well, it's about, not reading for the sake of enjoyment. It's about growing. It's about gaining ideas and knowledge that you can put into action and, and have an impact. So for for people that are maybe hearing of this book for the first time, why should they consider picking up a copy? Yeah, we I, I'm in the same boat. You know, I'm wondering where do where do I even dive in and 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 do my reading? There's so much content coming out all the time. We we tried to create a a resource that put it all together. So there, there's a ton of books out there on customer experience. And I didn't want to go in and say, oh, this is different, better, whatever than, than any other. It's just that there, many of those books have specific angles in the customer experience, but don't tell the whole story. So we wanted to tell the whole story from vision in chapter one to how you keep the process going. <laughs> there, I, I recognize that process. Right. Um, so, so it, it puts it all together and you don't have to read the darn thing and implement everything in there by next Tuesday. You know, you can, you can open it up. It's very symmetrical in the sense that there are 10 chapters and five recommendations in each chapter. And we didn't start out trying, well, let's come up with that's That's very crunchy. Let's do 50 recommendations on customer experience. You know, that'd be overwhelming, but it just, just so happened the way that this thing kind of wrote itself. It's a corny expression, but this book really was trying to speak as we, as we were working on it. And, and it turned out to, to um, have, have these five recommendations across 
uh, 10 chapters. So you can pick it up and get a really quick, good sense of where you are. Yeah, we got that going well and that area really needs attention. And then you can jump in where, where you need. We wanted it to be um, academically grounded. There's a lot of research out there, but but fresh and easy to read. That was our intention. So to really make it customer experience accessible to a, a broad audience. So I, hopefully you can hand it to anybody on your team. They might supervise a small team. They might run a division uh, and they would get a good sense of what is customer experience? What are, what are all the components that go into it? I really love how it's, it's broken out. It's easy to read. And I always love when there's actionable insights. You, Here's something that you could do. If you could just do one thing, it would be take these actions. Um, so definitely, um, if you're interested in learning more about Brad, uh, he has a website, bradcleveland.com. But if you're interested in getting a copy of the book, um, we've got a link for that as well. Um, it's bit.ly. I'll just put it in, in here. Cleveland rocks, Cleveland dash rocks. <laughs> I'm blushing a little. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, that's really cool. I thought that was fun. Um, but that, that'll go to the, the Amazon store and pick up a copy. So highly suggest if you take the information of customer experience, uh, to heart, and realize that you know a business is successful when they provide a great experience to their customers. They get more positive reviews. They get more referrals. They get more clients from word of mouth when they provide a great experience. And for those who are interested in doing marketing or, or growing the business, uh, providing a really good experience is, is a really good place to start. So uh, feel free to pick up a copy of that, I suggest doing it. It's, it's a good, actionable book. And I know, um, you know Brad is really seasoned in knowledge when it comes to this information. So um, just as we're looking to kind of wrap up here on this thought, Brad, um, you've shared some really great information, but maybe what's, what's one piece of advice that you'd have for someone who's on their journey right now doesn't necessarily have to be related to um, customer experience, but it can be. But just something that you've learned on your journey that you would want to pass on to someone else on theirs. Mm, that's a great question. You know, I, I I always think of what what do I need to do in the next three hours? Um, tomorrow's not here yet, and yesterday's signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, what do I need to do right now? And as a leader, you've got so much, so many things coming at you, so much on your plate. Um, trust your intuition and be intentional. And, and it always helped me to think through, look, I don't, I don't have everything sorted yet on, um, on the long term and even the medium term, but I'm engaging with my team and I, and I've got the next three hours. What can I do to be intentional about moving something forward that, that I know is, that, that I know matters. And the, the, those can be the you know, tougher things you just need to get started. And once you do, um, your ball's rolling. You're, you're on your way. I love it. So just be really focused and intentional with your time. Take amplified action. Uh, speaking of which, amplifiers, if you haven't tuned in, if this is your first time checking this out, um, mentioned it early in the interview, but you may be just 
catching this now. Feel free to put in your comments or questions and you can go to growthamplifiers.com slash live to subscribe to our podcasts, upcoming lives, things of that nature. Definitely want to hear from you. Brad, it's been great having you as a guest on Growth Amplifiers. Uh, and I really appreciate you sharing some actionable insights that people can put into their business to provide a better experience and amplify overall. Thanks so much, Kenny. A real, real privilege. And I love the podcast. Thank you very much for the work you're doing. Really a privilege for me to be part of it today. Awesome. All right. Keep on amplifying, everyone. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.